Good day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Fresh Frozen Southerner podcast. My name is Jay. I hope all is well. All right, guys, I want to talk today a little bit about some of the nonsensical rules that we place on ourselves. I'm sure everybody out there is familiar with the story of the Olympic hopeful, the track star that received a one-month ban for testing positive for marijuana. Olympic hopefuls have to take anti-doping tests. It's the WADA. I'm not sure what those letters stand for. And I don't know if they are associated with the Olympics or if this is just a governing body for American athletes. But the fear is that this one-month ban is going to keep this individual from being eligible to participate in the Summer Olympics. Uh, The young lady's name is Shikari Richardson. If I mispronounced her first name, I apologize. Again, she's a track runner. She runs the 100-meter dash, I believe, is her, her number one event. Uh, but she did test positive for marijuana in the anti-doping tests. And, of course, a lot of people are going to say, well, you know, anti-dope is right in the name. Of course, you're going to fail that test if you're taking dope. But these anti-doping tests are supposed to eliminate athletes from using performance-enhancing drugs. Now, for a long time, marijuana was illegal in this country, so there was always a very strong argument, you know, it it may not be a performance enhancer, but it is an illegal narcotic, and you should not be on that and entering these competitions. For a long time, that was a pretty good argument, uh, but pot is not necessarily illegal in most states in this country now. Uh, my home state of Virginia just passed a law that if you want to grow it for your own consumption, you can grow up to four plants. I kind of like that system, actually. Uh you, you can do it if you want to, but you're going to have to put the time and the effort in. Kind of makes the people earn it. I, I'm a fan of people having a little skin in the game. But I think we're to the point now where most states, at the very least, allow medical marijuana. And I think we're getting close to having half the states that have made recreational marijuana legal. So we're getting to the point where marijuana really should not fail these tests because it's basically like if I went out and had a couple of beers before I went and the night before I went and took one of those tests. And it, I'm not sure how this would fall under a performance enhancing drug. I mean, if I was training for a competition, I would hope that my competitors were doing drugs or smoking pot specifically because that's going to greatly reduce the chance that they're up at five in the morning out running five miles getting ready for the competition. Somebody that's smoking a lot of pot, they're staying up late at night watching crappy TV and eating junk food. It actually increases my chances of having having a good outcome. I would actually root for everybody in the competition except me, stay up all night long high as a kite from now until the day of the competition. That would tickle me to death. But these tests are supposed to keep people from using, like, steroids, something that actually increases performance, or human growth hormone. Now, human growth hormone, a lot of times, you you see these actors, they'll be in a movie where they play kind of a schlubby guy, they, they put on 30 pounds and just regular schmo kind of character, and then six months later, they're starring in a superhero movie, and they're just shredded. A lot of people think that, you know, I mean, obviously they've got a personal trainer showing up at their house and they're working out three and four hours a day to get ready for the role. 
But a lot of people probably think that they're also taking steroids. That's actually not the case in, I'm not going to say every instance, but a lot of the actors, what they're actually using is uh, human growth hormone, HGH. Now, human, horth- human growth hormone is not legal to just take in this country, but it really should be. I think the reason it's not is, well, I've heard people, doctors, when they're discussing this issue, will say, you know, we don't have long-term trials. We don't know what the side effects of taking this for years on end might do. But there need to be some trials done. I don't know if you're familiar with human growth hormone or how it affects the body, but I've got a list here of the benefits of using human growth hormone. There's just something weird about the way the body processes this. You'll see pills advertised, um, and again, it's like supplements. Even if it was true HGH, your body would not absorb that in pill form. It would just pass through and it wouldn't do you any good for the body to actually take in the human growth hormone and process it like it normally would, it has to be injected. I think you have to get an injection every two weeks into fatty tissue like on your your muscle or your butt cheek. So that's a little bit of a barrier to entry there. But your body, first of all, human growth hormone, that's something that your body produces naturally. When you're a young child and when you're in puberty, you have a lot of it. And once you finish with puberty, it starts to decrease. And by the time you reach my age, you're really not producing hardly any of it at all at that point. But here are some of the benefits of human growth hormone. Uh, The first thing is it reduces the amount of fat that the body stores. So if you're using human growth hormone or taking HGH supplements, your body will produce and store less fat. You'll lose weight just by taking this. Uh, It increases muscle mass. That's why actors getting ready for roles will use it because it allows them to to get that superhero body very quickly because your body is primed and ready to add muscle mass onto your frame. It increases the density of bones. Uh, This, you know, if we could use this, that would help women. That you would reduce the number of people getting osteoporosis, and that's just that's going to keep you from getting fractures and bone breaks more. I mean, that that's a pretty big benefit just by itself. Also, if you were to get a fracture or a bone break, the bone will heal much faster than it would on its own. And the reason this happens is the way that you grow taller as you're a child and going into adulthood, uh, there are cells in your bones called osteoblasts. Now, they don't grow the bones themselves. The body will grow cartilage. And then as the cartilage, the cells of the cartilage get old and start to die, the osteoblasts will go in and convert that cartilage into bone. And that increases the lengths of the bone in your body. That's how you grow. Uh, once you get out of puberty and your HGH levels stop falling, those osteoblasts and the cartilage production drops off a cliff, eventually just stops altogether. I'm not including uh, this next item in relation to the bones in the official list. I heard years ago a doctor say that he had seen a couple of instances where the body responded to the increased human growth hormone levels to the point that they actually got a couple inches taller after using that for a year because, again, the osteoblasts and the cartilage production started back up in this in these individuals. I could not find any reference to that interview on the internet, and I did not see that listed in any other list. So take that with a grain of salt, but there is a possibility if you were taking this, you'd get a little bit taller. Now, I'm not a tall person. I'm five foot seven, five foot eight, somewhere around in there. 
I can reach the stuff on the top shelf and I can reach the gas and brake pedal in my car. That really is as tall as I need to be. And at this point, it just kind of is what it is. That's how tall I am. Uh, but I don't know anybody that if they had their choice, would you like to be a couple inches taller? Well, sure, I wouldn't turn it down. Um, it's certainly not something I can't live without, but why not? Uh, but again, I, I remember hearing one reference in an interview to that particular side effect, and I could not find anything else. That's why it's not officially a part of the list, and just kind of take that with a grain of salt. In addition, and this is probably related to the amount of fat that your body stores, but HGH also reduces heart disease. Uh, it improves sleep health. Uh, you'll sleep better. And I can attest, as I've gotten older, I don't sleep as well. Number one, I can't stay comfortable for long periods of time laying still. But I can remember when I was 17, I could curl up on a hardwood floor and sleep for 12 hours, not wake up one time and feel fantastic the next morning. And that don't happen anymore. Uh, but HGH improves uh, sleep health in individuals. It increases cognitive function. Uh, I don't know if that's directly related to the human growth hormone or you're getting a better night's sleep and your brain just works better. Uh, it increases your energy levels and your stamina. And that goes hand in hand with the increased muscle mass. But you know, not only will your body produce more muscle, uh, you have more energy and you can exercise for longer periods of time or do work for longer periods of time. Um, it improves your vision. It actually increases the, the functionality of your eyes. Uh, it improves the immune system. You'll have a stronger immune system. You won't get sick as often. You'll be able to fight things off much better. It increases the elasticity of your skin. And this is the big one. It slows the aging process. Basically, it's you're kind of artificially making your body function the way it did when you were 15 years younger. So if you know, somebody's 50, the body will think and it will behave as if it, that person's 35. Um, it also, it, if you're an older gentleman and you're experiencing erectile dysfunction, it greatly improves sexual performance. And again, it's just because your body feels like and acts like it's much younger than what it is. And it just human growth hormone, it sounds like the fountain of youth. And I can't believe that this stuff has not been thoroughly tested and approved at this point. Because think, I mean, just the heart disease factor alone, how much would people taking these supplements, how much would that in the long run save us in our health care if people aren't having heart attacks and, and all the other age-related heart disease that comes about it? The FDA really needs to get off its ass and see about approving this for widespread use. I'm always a little suspect of the argument, uh, well, we don't know what the long-term effects are. This situation is a little bit different than most. This is something that your body used to produce anyway, and you're simply replacing that substance that your body stopped producing. It's sort of like replacement therapy for women after they go through menopause. You know, you're not pumping something into the body that shouldn't be there. You're replacing what the body already produced and simply does not anymore. And the situation's a little bit different as well because, of course, 25-year-olds aren't going to be taking human growth hormone. It's people in their late 40s, into their 50s, maybe even into their 60s. And if a doctor told me, you know, well, we can take this, but in 30 years, you're going to have some major health issues because of it. 
My answer would be, in 30 years, I'm going to be 76 years old. I'm probably going to be having some major health issues anyway, if I even live to that long. You're telling me this is something that will almost certainly guarantee that I will live to 76, but then I might start getting something? I'm really not too concerned with that math equation. That sounds like a pretty damn good trade-off to me. All right, guys, that is about all I've got for you today. Um, I hope you enjoyed the show and I hope you learned a couple of little things. I can't believe the human growth hormone isn't a bigger topic of discussion in the medical community, but you really don't hear a lot about it, except when an athlete gets caught using it and they get banned for something. Uh, but if you did enjoy the show, please give me a like and a comment. As always, you can leave me a comment at the Fresh Frozen Southerner Facebook page, or you can shoot me an email at freshfrozensoutherner at gmail.com. All right, guys, hope you had a happy weekend and a good start to the week. I will talk to you later, and have a good one. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm.